Hi friends, welcome to the Start Thriving podcast, where trauma survivors come to thrive. Each week we will explore topics surrounding self-discovery, emotional processing, and reclaiming your power from past trauma. I am your trauma healing, deep feeling, dose sipping, nervous system regulating host, Chelsea Bartell. I am so happy to guide you home to yourself. Hello, friends, and welcome back to the Start Thriving podcast. I am so excited that you are here, and I have some very, very big client wins that I want to share with you. Um, It's honestly amazing to see where these women started and where they ended. One woman in particular, she used to be a dental hygienist. And we were talking on one of our sessions about this need she felt to drink coffee all throughout the day. And we kind of just broke into that and, you know, got kind of curious, where could this be coming from? You know, what could this be addiction masking? Because in my experience, addiction is a mask. It is a way that you choose to suppress, ignore, deny uncomfortable feelings. And we didn't get to the root of it at that time, but just us opening that door to be curious about it, man, she got the most amazing response in a couple of days. So between that session and our next session, she said, Chelsea, I realized exactly why I was doing it. And she said, that the reason she was having to kind of stay stimulated throughout the day was because she was unfulfilled at her job. Now you will not fucking believe this. This is so magical and I'm so thrilled for her. Because of that, because we discovered it while we were working together, in the next couple of sessions, we broke down what would be the cost, the emotional cost, the mental cost of transitioning, quitting that job and transitioning into a job that she loved. How does she even discover what she loved, right? And because we were able to work through this together, we actually discovered this beautiful gift within her that wanted to help people. And she had known that she was special for all her life, but kept pushing that away because of the past trauma that was informing this belief that she was not special. And when we could heal that limiting belief, she signed up to become a hypnotherapist. And now she is running a successful hypnotherapy business. How amazing that we discovered her purpose, her calling. Okay, and this it's just going to get better and better. Another one of my clients, she just turned 50, and she had been in this trauma-bonded relationship situationship for nine years nine years of this going back in this hot and cold and very intense arguments. They could not see eye to eye. There were narcissistic um, manipulative tactics that were involved. It was a very, very tricky situation. At no point did I ever coerce her to try and come out of that relationship. But what we did do was help her heal her self-concept, help her heal those younger experiences that laid the blueprint for her to be in this relationship because those early attachment figures that we have 
they set our whole foundation for the people and the company that we will keep in our lives later down the line. So as we healed those early attachment wounds and we went back to her inner child and rescued her, told her that she was loved and important and worthy. And the most important thing there is not just told her, not just told her inner child that, but she felt that. That makes an impression on your subconscious mind and then you change the template. Then you change the foundational blueprint and now you're open and available to have different relationships. And that's exactly what she did. She completely cut off that trauma-bonded relationship. No contact, no communication, nothing. And she was the freest and happiest that she had ever been. And it's, it's just so fucking magical to be able to see her thrive now in this like whole new sense of self, this whole new level of confidence and optimism about the world and about the relationships that she was going to attract later on in her life. It was incredible, incredible to see. So that is such a beautiful way to start off this podcast episode. But where I would like to take this next is talking about the reality of coming out of the freeze response. So if, if you look in the show notes below, you'll see a nervous system map that I have dropped the link for. That It should be as a PDF. The nervous system works in an energetic hierarchy. So if you haven't listened to any of my previous episodes that go all the way through that hierarchy, we start in shutdown. That is the oldest part of our nervous system and the least amount of energy that we have available. And then we climb all the way up through the states until we get to fight. Fight is our largest energetic output in our nervous system. That is where we are completely flooded with adrenaline and cortisol that pushes us into mobilization and action. Okay, now, the shutdown and the freeze response, those are our lower end activated states. As we begin to heal from those responses, from those states in our nervous system, something that a lot of people will not tell you is that you will become very angry. The shutdown and the freeze response are masks for the fight and flight response. Like, it's so crazy when I realized that within my own healing journey. And I've seen my clients also come to this realization where they they once felt powerless, right? The freeze and the shutdown response is like, I feel powerless. There's nothing I can do. It's never going to change. It's hopeless. Why even try? It's that kind of internal narrative that's going on, right? When we start to thaw those responses and we start to reclaim some of our energy, our nervous system starts to be more regulated. It starts to have more activation, more more thoughts that are centered on, I can do it. This feels a little bit more possible. I'm making a little bit more progress. We will feel angrier. And the reason is, just like I mentioned before, it's masking those fight and flight responses. So there's a couple of ways that we really 
get stuck in the freeze and the shutdown response, one of those reasons is if we missed the support, love, attunement, connection with our caregivers, if they were not emotionally well or regulated themselves, they were projecting that onto us. Our nervous system was absorbing that from infancy. We're picking up all of these nonverbal cues through mom's tone of voice, through her movement, through her body posture, the same as, as the father. But there's a lot of studies about the women uh, to infant connection. So if we picked up on those cues from her nervous system that we were not safe, we were not being seen, we were not being heard, we were not being understood, we were not being loved or supported the way that we needed, we will not have an opportunity to even use the fight or flight response because we're an infant. Escape just isn't possible. So rather, we will default to these freeze and shutdown responses. Something else that I want to make clear is that in times of stress, we will try to mobilize first. We will try to fight first. If that isn't effective, then we will try to flight. If that isn't effective, we will try to fawn. If that isn't effective, we will try to freeze. And if that isn't effective, we will shut down. And so many chronic trauma survivors are locked into that place of freeze and shutdown because they have never seen an end to the trauma. It just continued and continued and continued and there was no way out. So they skipped fight and flight because there was no point to activate it and they dropped right into that freeze and shutdown. So that being one of the biggest reasons we can get stuck in that freeze and shutdown state. And the other important thing to note there is that if we never had that love and attunement and connection from our caregivers, we would have never learned healthy amounts of stress or how to engage the sympathetic and the social engagement system. The social engagement system is also known as our ventral vagal complex. And the way that I describe the ventral vagal complex is through three states. Play, stillness, and thrive. Now, for me, the way that I see these three states, play is blended one part ventral and one part fight and flight. So it has that sympathetic mobilization Yet, there's also an element of safety. Stillness, there's a part that is ventral, so there's a part that is anchored in that safety, and there's also a part that is anchored in the freeze and shutdown because it allows us to be still but also be safe. Now, the thrive state is the pinnacle of our nervous system. This is where we will see the most euphoria and bliss and joy and acceptance and love and compassion. That's the pinnacle of our nervous system. And I believe that we can, we can drop into these three states 
once we have integrated the shutdown, freeze, fawn, flight, and fight. The, those responses, that's survival mode. That's chronic dysregulation, right? And once we can integrate them, and by integrate, what I mean is befriend them, right? We're not going to just have some big release and then those those feelings are going to be gone or we're never going to feel like we're in the flight response ever again. That's not the point. That is not the point of healing at all. The point of healing and the point of regulation is to experience the whole continuum of emotions. Not try to control it. Not try to suppress it. Not try to stay only in the happy, positive, optimistic, joyful side of things. But it is the, it's the masterful skill of being able to experience the joy, the positivity, the happiness. But also experiencing the sadness, the grief, the discomfort. And being able to move along that continuum with flexibility. We are complex creatures and we experience so many emotions. And they all have wisdom. Every single emotion has wisdom. It has something to offer us and to teach us. And if we can transmute those emotions, what feels like grief and sadness does not always have to be grief and sadness. There is a beautiful lesson to be reclaimed and transmuted from that grief and sadness that then propels us into joy, bliss, flow state, passion, purpose, right? But if we never transmute those emotions, we never get to experience the other end of that spectrum. So we stay locked into survival mode, being shut down, freeze, fawn, fight, and flight, So if we never transmute those states, if we never learn how to discharge that activation in our nervous system and also in tandem heal the emotions that come from being in those states, then we will not be able to reach the full potential of our human capacity, of our nervous system's capacity. I truly do believe that The play, stillness, and thrive state, that's where we're meant to be. That is our birthright. That is how we come into this world. But as time goes on and we accumulate certain painful experiences, our caregivers aren't there for us, maybe they're absent, they don't show up, they neglect us, we have financial instability, we have issues in religion or in our communities, when we accumulate all these experiences, then we drop down into those states of dysregulation. And when we're there for long enough, that becomes survival mode. Right? Now, I know I initially started this conversation by talking about when we get out of the freeze response, we will be angry. And I believe that 
one, this is the most beautiful thing that can ever happen. So if you're coming out of the freeze response, you're noticing that you don't default to shutting down or isolating. You don't feel as stuck. You feel more energized, but you're also feeling a little bit angrier. That's beautiful. That is fantastic and worth celebrating because I believe we cannot fully address ourselves or our trauma from those states because there is such a limited amount of energy. If we can get ourselves into even the fawn, flight, or fight states, then we, be, then we can begin to make progress because there is more mobilization. There's more energy in those states. So if you're coming out of that freeze response, that shutdown or freeze response, and you're feeling angrier, that's fantastic. You have unmasked what you once couldn't feel. The shutdown and the freeze response hold so many of our experiences that we just didn't have the capacity to feel. So now, as you're more regulated, you're making progress, now you have more capacity, so now you will feel those things. I know that might sound intimidating, but the more tools that you accumulate through the tools that I share on my Instagram, if you're enrolled in body balance, if you have any other any of my other programs or any other programs that you've already enrolled in separately, using those tools will help you to continue climbing that nervous system ladder. And eventually, when you can process those those stories, I say stories What I mean by that is traumatic experiences. When you can process those traumatic experiences that had the freeze or shutdown stamped into them, when you can process those and move along that ladder, you are one step closer to feeling more whole, more integrated, more purpose, more joy, more passion, more freedom. That is the number one thing that is of utmost importance to me is freedom. When I was in survival mode, I didn't feel free. I felt prisoner to all of my emotions and to all of the things that had happened to me in my childhood and in my past. I didn't feel free. And now that I have integrated those experiences and I've climbed up my nervous system ladder, now I notice that naturally, I'm waking up and I'm in that thrive state. Everything is vibrant and alive and I'm grateful and I'm appreciative and I'm hearing the birds chirp and I'm there to appreciate my coffee and I I laugh and I smile with the people that I love and that's my default. That's my default because I no longer have such heavy anchors in those lower parts of my nervous system because I've been able to transmute them, which is exactly what I do in my programs. And I'm very excited to tell you that I'm releasing some new programs about each of the nervous system states specifically. This is a deep dive into each of the nervous system states so that you can get a full understanding of how and why your nervous system encoded trauma the way that it did.
when we have that understanding, then we can dissolve limiting beliefs that keep us from being the people that we want to be. Just like just like the women I mentioned in the beginning of this episode, they both had traumatic experiences in their past that informed their nervous system state. And once we transmuted that state, they got the outcome they desired. She now has a job where she feels in alignment in her purpose that she's fulfilled and passionate about. And my other client now has the opportunity to welcome in and magnetize healthier relationships her way. Because she is not burdened by the traumatic experiences or nervous system state of the past. Now she is free to create a life that she loves. So if that sounds interesting to you, I am still in the process of working on these programs and they're going to be released soon. But if you are ready right now, I want for you to send me a message on Instagram. Just say podcast and I will know that you listen to this episode and I will put you on the wait list so that you'll be the first to know when those programs release and you'll also get some very special goodies. So all in all, thank you so much for being here and I cannot wait to hear from you and I cannot wait to release these new programs. They're going to be so amazing. They're going to put you in the driver's seat. That's the thing that I hear the most often from my clients is now I'm in control. Now I'm in the driver's seat. Now I'm running the show. I get a say in how I respond. I'm not just operating on autopilot. This is my life and I'm choosing it and I'm present for it and I'm free from it. That is exactly what we're going to create. So if you want to get in on this, DM me podcast on Instagram at The Emotional Archaeologist. I look forward to seeing you in the next episode.